That cold case you're listening to? Nasty stuff. But you know what else is a crime? Missing even a moment of whatever you're doing to go on a drink run. Luckily, there's Drizzly, the number one app for alcohol delivery. With Drizzly, you can compare prices on the biggest selection of beer, wine, and spirits, then get them delivered in under 60 minutes. So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com today. Grunge became a noun. It seemed a way to pigeonhole a bunch of bands. Along the way, somebody decided to call it grunge. What is grunge? Does it involve the flannel shirt? Welcome to The Grunge, the podcast exploring sex, drugs, and rock and roll. I'm Joseph Rose. And I am Jeremy Jerry Wood. Jerry, Mm. how are you feeling tonight, my man? Uh, Real tired all of a sudden. Hey, wait, what happened to the weed? I I came back in and you didn't- I put it over here. Jerry was fucking hogging up the weed. No, no, you lied. Jesus Christ. Well, that's not, I wasn't hogging. I was keeping, I was safekeeping it. I am sober as a pound. I didn't do any of that stuff. Okay. I'm a civilian of a high moral code. Yep. AKA car salesman. <laughs> civilian. <laughs> uh, anything interesting, Jerry? You want? Oh, I guess you did have a little something interesting go on. Wait you about. were telling me. I went to a job interview. A job interview. Let's and, I hear, a, let's... and I had a physical. Oh, you didn't mention that part. Mm-hmm. I had a doctor. Oh, let's I, talk yeah. all about it. Yeah, it's everything. Did he touch your wiener or what? No, no. This Don't more, lie. This is more blood work than anything. No one really? touched me. I have what a, kind of physical? No one touches you. I got touched. I, mean, I got moved around. I got I got uh, manipulated. Check your butt. But they didn't check my ass yet. And I don't. I don't think we have to deal with that until no. forty five, fifty. Oh yeah, it will happen, and I'm comfortable with it. I've never had that. I'm I not, mean, not in a medical setting. I like that they. <laughs> I like. That, I like that they're trying to help me out. Yeah. All while like, you know, help. help I had me a out. doctor for a few years, just like my regular, you know, general doctor, who would seemingly find any fucking excuse whatsoever to touch my penis. Mm. Like I'd go in there for just, I never went to him for anything related to my penis. Like not <laughs> once any ailment. I went there. I, I got fucking tennis elbow. He, all right, uh, let's get the, let's pull the drawers down. Let's check that penis. Like what dude? Yeah, yeah, Every yeah, yeah. time. No, that's, that's assault. You've been, you were assaulted. There's no reason. I've been to a doctor lots. And and, and, and then he, he went away. Very spare. Yeah. Well, he's not my doctor anymore. Be cool. I guess, I guess the, I guess doctors have like a Vatican aspect where they're like, Oh, that fuck. He keeps touching dicks. Let's put him in a secret place in Sweden. So he can touch dicks in a remote Give environment. Give him extra money and encourage him. To yeah. Keep it up. I mean, it's okay to touch dicks. Just, just, just don't use your job to do it. And I can't see I can't see no. a way to like I'm gonna sell someone a car and they're like you know listen I'll let you I mean touch unless dick. that's part of the job to touch like, dicks look if your job involves touching dicks that's fine right but the dicks being touched should be consensual at least oh my gosh yeah there should, <laughs> there should be like a like can we have some consent can we just a little bit you know I imagine yeah. people who have waxed yeah I think we have a friend who waxes people. And oh I, yeah, it, I know it, multiple people that do that. It's waxing people. Yeah, and I imagine you have to. You have There's to this get cougar there. down my street that does it. Mm. Uh, if you're listening, Rhonda out there, she uh, she waxes people's butts and vaginas and everything. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, I wonder what that's like. But I can't imagine anything growing back would be a rough go in those areas. Sandpapery, and you, can, you know, you have to keep going after a while. Sure. Yeah, you'd have to maintain that because it's coming back. It's. Gonna I be have rough. never 
waxed anything. No, I've no, never, I've I take that, that back. I have had my eyebrows waxed. Really? Mm-hmm. I was in Connecticut and, Why, uh, for work. I was in Connecticut for work. What the fuck are we? This was what? a long time ago, man. And we, I went to this place, and uh, I only it was. I worked for a tech firm, and we would go up and down the East Coast in Y two K. It was back when everyone thought planes were going to fall out of the sky. <laughs> So I, it was me and a bunch of women tech people, and and I just moved stuff around, and they would have Cosmos and eat alligator at these nice restaurants, and I would oh. drink Cosmopolitans and get all fucked up, and then one day I got Cosmopolitans, and we we all got our we all got waxed. I got my beard trimmed, and I got an eyebrow wax. Why? It hurt. You and were just like joining well, in. Why not? I can't. What am I supposed to sit there? And they're giving wine to you. You know, yeah. it's like you know, the, even at the place, it was in Connecticut. It was beautiful, hmm. and but it made my eyebrows feel. I felt like they were too thin. And I was like, I don't like this. Well, yeah, and you just waxed apart. off half your fucking eyebrow. It hurt, and there's a red spot. Like, I don't. I'm not into uh, that. Yeah. I'm not into like, man. It upsets me when women like remove ninety percent of their eyebrow. Oh yeah. Well, we see a lot. Of I don't here. need that, man. Like, I, I, I like a nice normal eye. I like a full eyebrow. Yeah, give me a, not not Dukakis, like, but give me a give me a give me a regular person. I'll tell you what. I also even like some, and I I've seen a couple of chicks recently that are kind of doing this. Maybe it's coming back around. But I love an old school, fuzzy Madonna like eyebrow. If you remember way back the in the day, she yeah, had like a should. nice fuzzy eyebrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm cool with that. I don't mind it. Yeah. it, it to me, it's, it feels ethnic. Like there's certain, I don't know like, what that means. Like, you like, fucking like, like, like our Armenians tend to, or Greeks in sure. this type of thing, they they tend yeah. to be very. Hair. One of my one well, girl look, I, I don't. Do, let, there's a line. There is a line. There's a limit to this. What I'm saying. There's a girl I went to prom with. a nice natural eyebrow. Your arms than me. That's for sure. Yeah. No, no, but you—it's yeah. Eyebrows are one of those things, and especially uh, we have now. Mind you, I'm not shaming these hairy. No, no, women. no, no, no Only Jerry is. No, they're they're fantastic. I'm just saying. I'm just telling them where they're from, and I'm right. But the uh... <laughs> sorry. <laughs> what was it? What was it? I lost my train of thought? Well, that's good. What else is new, mm. Jerry? Anything else? No, what, I want to keep talk on talking about? about body hair. Oh, we do have a bunch of stuff to get to tonight. I've got a bunch of. Like official business to share. Please share. Uh, Please. We don't need to get all into it right now. I'm just saying. That's it. I, I had a, I had a physical, took blood, and I went on a job interview right after that. So we were. Just, so what's the deal with this job interview? It's a nine to five. I'm not going to you know, say too much let's, about let's it. Let's learn the company. No, no. There's no companies going to be. Learning Why? This. I, 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 I'm a public figure. I'm a man. Uh, I'm, I'm a man in the spotlight. Sure. And let's not let's not jinx it by saying the name of the joint and then having it. Be broadcast after like, you get the job. If you do, oh, I'll say whatever I want. We're going to talk about. We're going to talk about it all day if I get the job. Right, but it's a nine to five. It's weekends off. That's great. You know, I, it's no no more random. And, and no, so, what is it? Why is that appealing? To uh, be to have a stat. I'm I need one, to eat gummies. By the way, I'm one of these people where like uh, I like uh, I, if I can if I know when I'm going to be off and when I can have a reward at the end, I can get through anything. Well, isn't that usually the case anyway? Yeah, well, but now it's a static schedule, so I know it's going to begin. I know when it's going to end, and you have your rare overtime days and all that other stuff, but it's going to end. But with your current job, it's too willy-nilly? You have no idea. You don't know who's going to come in. Oh, you, you can give, yeah. You're going to lose money or give it away. If you split a deal versus getting a whole deal and you have customers calling you all the time, it's 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 an endless struggle. It's, you get you get paid well, but How it's an endless struggle. How long has this been in the works, this new job interview thing? About two weeks, you know. Just two to- weeks. I'm having a fucking deja vu here with you. Mm-hmm. I'm having the weirdest deja vu right now. Well, you should because I did. I left. The same fucking thing happened before, and you revealed it to me on the show. Mm-hmm. 
this fucking secret information that you've been hiding from me. I told you off the show just now. No, I mean over these weeks. Yeah, I'm just it's something to think about, but why would I think but why think about something? I'm I'm thinking about it. Then we talk about it and it doesn't it doesn't mean but why not just do it and then This is the craziest déjà vu. Yeah, I I why, do you want to know everything wow. about me? I mean Yeah, what, obviously. <laughs> like why are you hiding shit, Jerry? I'm not hiding shit. Just for something it's I a passing I talked to you fancy. last night at like what, midnight. Yeah. And you still didn't even mention it. It was a passing fancy, you know, it's part of it. I just just do just do it. See where you see. So you'd like to get this job? I would like to have a nine to five schedule. I don't care what the job is, as long as it pays me well enough that I can that I can take the hit. I'll even take a pay cut, as long as it pays me well enough. I'll fucking do it. You know? Oh man, can you imagine having Saturday and Sunday off and not have anyone call you? Oh fucking my tire's flat now. What? what I didn't sell you a flat tire. You know? Whatever. (laughs) Like it would be so cool. Does that happen? Yeah, people will call you for the weirdest things. Really? And they, they, they somehow, my dash is rattling. But we drove, what? <laughs> I'm sorry, let's fix it. I don't want to drive out there to fix it. What? What, what do you want me to so do? Don't. <laughs> then, then just let it rattle. How then. about I mean, this, sir? How about you go fuck yourself? Yeah, How about that? Yeah, but I don't, huh? even, I don't even have to do that anymore. It would be so cool to have weekends off. Yeah. I could do more of this, too. Now, what would your work environment be? It'd be more of an office area. Like, would you be in a cubicle? Not in my position. My position would be sharing an office huh. with a door closed. Hmm. It's a, there's an element of sales in it. I mean, I know this sounds this must be boring as hell for you guys to listen oh, to. Oh, we like to know what's up with your life. <laughs> it's an element of sales to it, so I'm able to but it's not as like aggressive. It's like, do you want this or not? And you just have to be appealing. Have you been having any sex over this last week? I've had sex at the job interview. That's how I was. <laughs> Come on, Jerry. <laughs> No, nah, man. I mean, no there's, been, there's, been, there's been sex. Uh, yeah, it's been great. I mean, there's not much to say about it. It's married man sex. I mean, I mean yeah. it, now that we're dropping the whole, like, you know, like getting angry by asking about it, it's just married person sex. Now, we try to spice it up, surely, but it, it's not, there's not, you know, we're reinventing the wheel right now. Really, it's for just you, opportunity. It's opportunity. For you, you know, we joke about different things. For you, relative to whatever sex was for a bit at some point i don't know Mm -hmm. what kind of does spicing it up look like doesn't look like anything i mean to be honest with you i'm just happy to have it i'm happy and and that's not god's honest to god thing and yeah i'm sure there's there's there's, there might be an outfit you know sexy outfit that kind of thing yeah that type of thing or or whatever but most of it is just happy that you're there. You don't put on a good outfit. I don't have anything that you know. I lost all the weight, like so I don't my, sexy my elephant. No, well I, then you gained it back. I have no. How did I gain it all back? Yet? You said you gained some weight back. Some weight back. Yeah. I don't have any. I, I have no ass. How are you doing with the smoking and the I dieting? Smoked. I haven't smoked in a week and a half, and that that uh, no, longer two, than that now. Almost almost a week and a half. Two. I mean, I don't know. I have a tracker. Hmm. I haven't smoked then, and uh, and it, you eat because it was uh, cigarettes are appetite suppressant, but I have maintained. So I'm back down to like 163 where but I was didn't at Didn't you gain the weight while you were smoking? I, I I gained the weight. No, I wasn't smoking then. You weren't? No, we were talking about how I Oh, gained, right. Yeah, I, yeah. I gained like seven pounds over That's the right. weekend. I ate a whole, whole <laughs> box of cereal bars. You know, really? Like it's Damn. an appetite suppressant. And I, I'm pretty sure I can eat it. I can win an eating contest. Like I see a lot of these challenges on the internet. Like eat a whole pizza. It's like I can fucking eat a whole pizza. Um, Jerry, if you remember. Well, everybody, you know. Okay. Everybody. Could you eat a whole pizza? If you remember. Everyone's sitting a while back, we did an episode covering some fucking Smashing Pumpkins album. What was it? The last one? Right. Siamese Dream. Yes. Siamese Dream. Uh, and we did that. And it, it, how did it go from memory? How do you, how do you remember that? We, uh, we, we listened to the whole thing. It didn't get shut did off. Did we give it grades? 
Nah, I think we might have. I gave it like a, I don't know. I don't we, we weren't doing the grades then. We I remember vividly it droned and it's not. We got know. through the album, but that so was that the one that where the song droned on for like was it was yes. that the Judgment Night soundtrack? No, <laughs> no, no, not Judgment. Or no, it was on the album. It was, it was that that train. Yeah, it was, was the like last a, song, right? It was the last song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's all okay, I remember. So we got through the whole album. We did okay, but we didn't love it. No, no, it wasn't our cup of tea. Right. But it wasn't bad either. I mean, just it was just to me they used the same. If I remember correctly, and I do remember, a lot of it, it was very same. A lot of it was the samey, like like fuzzy look guitar, but with some standout you know. tracks. It had a couple for, for, standout yeah, tracks. Two or three, we were good. Okay, so tonight, guys, if you're not already aware, we're doing "Melancholy" and "The Infinite Sadness." From Smashing Pumpkins, right? Is that the correct name of the album? Yes, I always feel like Melancholy I'm missing something. Infin- no, they, they, it's it's intentionally so. Smashing Pumpkins, Infinite, whatever. It's a big fucking Melancholy album. and the Infinite Sadness. Melancholy and the Infinite Now, sadness. I don't know how long that album is or how many songs are on it, but I do know there's no fucking way. I'm not doing a double. That we're not doing it. We're not doing that, that. We're there's no way we're doing that. We're doing all. And I decided albums. on that last episode that there's no way it was going to happen. So if you remember, I put the call out there and I said, somebody out there who loves the Smashing Pumpkins or loves this next album or something, give me a playlist, curate this album a little bit for me, and give me an hour. Give me a one-hour version of this album. That always translates to 13 to 12 songs. And we got that, and we got it right away just about Mm -hmm. at that time from our man Doug. Douglas, Doug E. Style. Doug E. Style of the uh, internet, Instagram, Facebook feed. He, He curated tonight's playlist. Okay. And that's the version of the album we're going to listen to tonight. Because more than that would be probably torturous. You know what I mean? It would be a two-parter. We would have to stop the first disc and then go into the second So none of that shit's going to happen. No. So that's what we're doing tonight, guys. Now, we're going to get into some listener feedback and what have you. Okay? First of all, we've got a new patron. A new motherfucking patron on the Patreon. His name... Is Kenny Horn? Oh, Kenneth. Kenny Horn. Ken. Ken Horn. Kenny. Ken Horn sounds like he shake a good firm hand. Ken Horn. Ken My Horn. Man. Lumberyard owner. <laughs> Kenneth. Ken Horn. Uh, thank you very much. You know, it was Kenny Horn. One of my favorite Futurama Jerry's had a human horn in it. Respect the man. Show your appreciation. He has, a, he has a name like mine that might be fat. Uh, <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Kenny Horn, thank you so much for joining. We love it. We yeah. love it. We love it. We hope uh, you enjoy the 900 hours of bonus content that you have just unlocked. Next up, listener feedback from some of our listeners and patrons and what have you. First of all, one of my often requested listening to the show selfies. We got a selfie, Jerry. Oh, what? All right? A fucking gold mine from one of our amazing listeners and Patreon supporters, Miss Darcel. Oh, cool. She sent us a photo of her at work listening to the show. It looks like she's got it up on her computer here, or it's an iPad or a computer. She's got it up behind her listening to the grunge, and uh, she's some sort of a medical professional. Take a look here. Oh, cool. Thank you, Darcel. All right, Darcel is actually a, uh, she's some sort of like a baby surgeon or something. A pediatric surgeon? Yeah, and, but also animals. She does like human what? babies and animals. What's going on? I don't know. That doesn't exist. It does. You shouldn't cross them. Well, she's actually crossing some things. You know too much. She's splicing. <laughs> you, see, you know too much if you can work on. Darcel, you thank you for your lovely animal anatomy. selfie. Jesus. 
We love it. Thank you. Uh, everybody else out there, send us selfies, or we're actually going to cut you off from the show. Darcelle, pick one. Thanks. <laughs> okay. We've got some letters from a bunch of... Oh, man, we've got a... Oh, God damn. Dude, I got a I lot got to read. Slaughtered. Okay. I got slaughtered. We got a lot of mail. Let's get media. through it. A man named Will. I'm so happy you guys covered Mad Season. Wake Up is such a good song, and the overall vibe of the album just makes me want to sit in a room high as hell. Anyway, keep up the good work. Also, Jeremy, keep Joseph away from anime. He doesn't need to be corrupted further. Okay. <laughs> You're going to watch it now. Will, show me this anime. What's, what's up? Show, no, I can't you. show you a couple. I can't get into the anime. No. You, this one. We got a message from a snapper. Snipper. Snooper. Snapper. Slapper. Don't you know a snapper? Is this it? Really this enjoyed the Mad Season episode. Awesome. To be honest, I don't listen to it very frequently, so it was a good reminder to listen to it more often. True story, I played the xylophone in middle school. My performance debut was at a oh. holiday concert where I played the wood xylophone and the giant rolling chimes. The chimes were the best. Looking forward to the rest of 1995. That, we, that, that, the xylophone was a star that Mad Season album. I mean, we, we mark on I do love you, it. You know, all those other people. I really great. do. It's a standout moment. Yeah, I love the xylophone in any any form of fashion. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Snapper. We've got one from good old Pete Houghton. Ah, our down friend under. from Down Under. He says, one of my favorite cunts. Good day. Good day, cunt. Jerry and Joseph. <laughs> my wife and I were on a road trip with the kids listening to the last Nightbird episode. What? The when kids? we heard you, exactly. <laughs> They're with the kids listening to the Nightbird. When we heard you reading out the message I had sent you. This may be naive of me, but I didn't realize they were going to going to air, which explains my liberal use of swearing. Apologize to uh, Apologies to Jerry, who sounded a bit surprised. My wife and I, however, were laughing our arses off listening to it. Surprised about what? The uh what was his comment? I, I don't. Who knows? <laughs> who knows what you were on about? The Mad Season episode was spectacular. It was my first time listening to this album, and needless to say, it has been listened to frequently this last week. I'm ashamed I've never listened to it before. Thanks again for the podcast. You boys are doing great. Pete. Yay. Thank you, Pete. Thank you very much, Pete. Thank Send you. our love to all the cunts. Yes. Uh, and, and buy a candle if you can. Yes, please. Uh, we've got one from our awesome Patreon supporter, the lovely Ashley Dutkevich. She no. writes in about the white zombie astro creep bonus episode that we did. <laughs> this album never did it for me. It was too gimmicky for me. Also, a huge reason why Rob Zombie on his own never did it for me. His wife is what kept me intrigued with what they were doing. I loved La Sexorcisto the best and still listen to that album about once a year. Mm. Um, I'm with her. Yeah, I'm with her. There's definitely some cool vibes and moments on that Astro Creep album, but if I had to choose one, of course, I'm choosing La Sexorcisto every every day. day. So we've got one from Christian Carrillo. Uh, From Japan. From Japan. It's okay, guys. Thanks. I like to pay a little extra for the lulls. (laughs) By the way, that caravan road trip, you can make it to Japan. After you reach Seattle in winter, you drive all the way up to Alaska, and the Bering Strait should be frozen by then, which means you can cross all the way to Russia, drive down on the Pacific coast to catch the ferry at Vladivostok Mm. to Sapporo. (laughs) Alternatively, more fun, keep driving south, passing North Korea, down to Basan to take the ferry to Hiroshima. I'll pick you guys up down there if you survive. Should take you about a week. Shall we make it a date? It, it, no, I'm not going into Russia. I'm not driving Jerry, into Russia without a guy. This sounds like a trip. No, I'm, I'm not going to Russia, man. Let's take a trip, bro. Those pe- there is not one person there who's, who's bitch. 
They're, Russians <laughs> are scary as fuck. I mean, I deal with them. Every, even when they're being... There is the bathroom. <laughs> the bathroom. I'm doing more... That's my German. But like, when you hear it, you're like, fuck. You know? Yeah. They, they, they mean business. They, it's not, it's they serious mean people. Business. Serious people. I'm yeah. not driving in there like, what are you doing? And again, I think it has something to do with the weather. <laughs> it's also I think they're cranky. Russia. I think they're cranky. <laughs> they're not cranky. They're tough. We've got a, a significant message here from a Miss Jess Elzen Pepper. Petter. 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 She writes in, uh, in the, oh, yes, in regards to Foo Fighters episode. Oh, man. Hey, Joseph. This is in reference to the most recent Foo Fighters episode. Yeah, this was a rough I time. am sensing a pattern that is getting increasingly frustrating. If whatever album is being covered has any possible link to Kurt Cobain, it needs to be bashed and oftentimes turned off before it's over. This is the first part. And when I read that, it got me to thinking, is this true? Is this what I've done throughout our podcast? You've not enjoyed Kurt Cobain. So I went back to check. Well, Bleach you liked. Bleach was the first time through. I listened all the way through, and I genuinely, like, significantly liked about half of the album. It was by, it was top heavy. And then I think it got a little weaker, and mm-hmm. I said that. But I thoroughly enjoyed the first half, and we listened to the whole album. And it used to be on the wall. Yeah, yeah. There's some rotating albums. You know, they come and go. Uh, then we did Nevermind. Listened to it all the way through. Yeah. And I liked, again, about half of it. You were not flattering to that album. I remember it being a lot. It was when I first learned it, how aggressive. I'm certainly upset. not flattering to Kurt. No. But, but I was honest about the music. Mm. I liked the first half of the album. It was, but you were savage on that one. And the second half, you know, went downhill. Um, we did not enjoy Incesticide. No. I went and down. then the Unplugged, we watched our video all the way through. Mm-hmm. I think there might have been something from Unplugged that might have been there that wasn't on our video. I think it was, uh, but it wasn't because I stopped it. Was it something in the way? I don't think we. Did I don't that. know. I don't know when we didn't. I don't but if we skipped anything on that, it was not my doing. I did watch the entire version of it that we had. Our copy. I remember we did miss a song. Uh, I think was it uh, "Where Did You Go Last Night" or something like that. So I it was, don't know. We missed a couple of them. There but might that, have been something at that, the end. That, that was missed. our. That was our copy. That was that yeah. wasn't us. Uh, so I did watch it all the way. Um, so just to be clear, my dislike of the Foo Fighters album has no connection to Kurt. No, no involvement. We both agree that that wasn't, that, uh, it just, well, she goes on to say the first half of the debut Foo Fighters, I absolutely love and wouldn't change it to complain about how it sounds like Nirvana. Let's review what band Dave Grohl had previously been in. That'd be like complaining about Mad Season sounding like Alice in Chains or Pearl Jam because Lane Staley and Mike McCready are in it, but that's not a problem. So I gave it a moment of thought. Mad Season doesn't sound like Alice in Chains. I would never confuse the two. Mad Season doesn't sound like Pearl Jam, despite Mike McCready's involvement in both of them. Dave played drums in Nirvana, and the drumming of Foo Fighters isn't what sounded similar to Nirvana at all. It was the, you know, songwriting style of a couple of the songs. He wrote them all. Um, I mean, this, and so none of that has to do with because Dave was there. I mean, he only played the drums in Nirvana. He had nothing to do with the way Nirvana sounded, really. You know? Um, and furthermore, some examples. Stone and Jeff from uh, originally Green River, they later went on to form Mother Love Bone. And... Mother Love Bone sounds nothing at all like Green River, despite the two primary songwriters being there. 
Stone and Jeff were in Mother Love Bone and then formed Pearl Jam. Yet Pearl Jam sounds nothing like Mother Love Bone. No. Um, Dave Grohl played on a Nine Inch Nails album called With Teeth. It sounds nothing like Foo Fighters or Nirvana. Um, Dave was in a band called Them Crooked Vultures, which sounds nothing like Foo Fighters or Nirvana. He was in another uh, punk band, too. Or... Dave was also briefly in Queens of the Stone Age. Yeah. He did it sounds nothing like Foo Fighters or Nirvana. I just think it was, he, he, wrote, he, just that, wrote, he wrote some songs that, that are songs really and, similar to Kurt. And they put, and they put it, he put it on an album. And like, we can't, I can't fault him for what he did. He just wrote a bunch of songs. There's never I mean, been I a can. band. Well, he, it was vomited on us. So well, we there was to. a few songs that were derivative of Nirvana. Right. That's all. I'm just saying, like, it was, a, it was for what he had an album out of his own shit, and that's great. Yeah. It just wasn't, yeah, Jesus. Jess man, went on to say, Oh, there's more. The impressive part of this album is that, as mentioned, he did it all himself. Yeah. I'd like to see any other musician create an album and play every part and see how it turns out and see if it turns out as well. And it got me to thinking. There was a 17-year-old child who released an album several, you know, quite a few years back. And in the liner notes, it says, produced, arranged, Composed and performed by Prince. Okay? This is a child. Mm -hmm. Dave wrote and played the instruments on that album. Um, with a tiny bit of help from his producer, a little bit. But but basically all Dave. But he did not do the production or the engineering or the mix or anything like that. Um, so Teenage Prince did even more. And it turned out very well. Furthermore, Phil Collins on his Both Sides album, wrote and played every single instrument uh, to much acclaim. I did not know that. Yeah. There's a great band with four amazing albums out called Tame Impala. I've talked oh, about yeah, them yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All done by a man named Kevin Parker. And unlike Dave, who left the production and everything to someone else, Kevin Parker also does it all. Not just writing and performing, but he does it completely isolated. Every sound you hear is... Sounds just that way because of him. Hmm. Uh, then there's a little band called Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. We know that there's a man named Trent Reznor who's had great commercial success. And he writes and performs um, all of the stuff on some Nine Inch Nails album and most of the stuff on all other Nine Inch Nails albums. Uh, there was a man, you may have heard of him, named Paul McCartney. He's done it on several albums. His McCartney albums. Uh, he does it all. You do it on Wings. Not on wings. I have a problem with wings. Okay, I but I'll let you finish this. There's a this. there's a man named John Fogerty whose wildly I mean, successful smash hit album yeah. Centerfield yeah. was all John Fogerty. He wrote and performed every bit didn't of he it. Get, didn't he get sued by his previous band? Um, They're mad at each other all the time. But they sued because no, the album the uh, the label sued him for sounding too much like him himself. <laughs> a man named Steve Winwood. You Surely you've heard we of can, Steve we Winwood. Can do this all day. Steve Winwood did it. Um, yeah, he mean, also did all the production and mix on some of his stuff, um, which Dave did not. Steve, there's an artist named Bon Bon Iver, huh? Bon Iver, Bon Iver. No, uh, <laughs> he does. He's done it. Okay, wait, well, they, they LCD Sound System, the, 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 aka James Murphy. Yeah, same deal. The list is forever. Annie Clark. What are you doing? Aka Saint Vincent. Uh huh. She does it. As well. Okay. Lindsey Buckingham of Fleetwood Mac fame has done it. 
and countless others. But not with Fleetwood Mac, though. Not with Fleetwood Mac. They're no, a band. But his other. But I, Lindsey I Buckingham has done shit. it. Yeah. Has done it on his albums. So, um, it's 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 not uncommon, but it, it is very common, and and many of them do it to greater critical and commercial success than even Dave. They get better later. I think we ended it that way. They do. I'm just addressing. Yeah, yeah you know, I mean, they get better later. Uh, Jess goes on to say, I don't understand why there's a problem with how he did this album or why it sounded like his old band. Time frame wise, that's not long after his band's his band are his band died. I think is the, the Kurt. Uh, are we upset that he's sad about losing Kurt? I'm sure Jerry was very upset about losing Lane and probably dwelled on it for a while. You she know, means for, Jerry Cantrell. For a moment there, I was like, oh, I, I don't know. I didn't really <laughs> Jerry Cantrell was very upset about losing Lane Jerry and Wood. probably dwelled on it Jerry for Wood a while. Was a, Jerry Wood didn't think of it too much. Uh, I'll tell you what. Not the time. Jerry Cantrell's solo albums don't sound like Alice in Chains. Give no. them a listen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd argue that Kim felt the same way about Chris. Uh, I don't know what Kim is going to do. If he does anything, why would he do anything? Post Soundgarden, I'd be shocked if it sounds like Soundgarden. But I'd be shocked. I wouldn't do anything if I was Kim. I'd I'm sorry, my, I had to chips. turn it off after it was changed, as it was frustrating, and I'm now enjoying some Nirvana tunes. Uh, we did go back later in the episode. We did go back. We to, missed. Four we did songs. go back we to missed, Foo Fighters. We, we it was not four songs. You always say two, that. Two or three songs we missed. Um, so to be clear, my opinion on that debut Foo Fighters album was based solely on the songs and sounds I was hearing on that album. It had nothing to do with who or where or when or any anything other than the album that was made. That's and, a, that's and a nice And I just email. didn't get to it. I was told to, I was told to uh, eat glass. Yes. And it- <laughs> that was colorful. <laughs> colorful. So, Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness, Jerry. It's the third studio album by the Smashing Pumpkins, released on October 24th, 1995 on Virgin Records. Produced by frontman Billy Corgan with Flood and Alan Mulder, the 28-track album was released as a two-disc CD and triple LP. The album features a wide array of styles as well as greater musical input from bassist Darcy Retzky and second guitarist James Eha. Darcy Retzky! Propelled by the album's lead single, Bullet with Butterfly Wings, it debuted at number one on the U.S. Billboard 200 with first week sales of 246,000 units. Uh, To date, it remained the band's only album to top the Billboard 200. It spawned five more singles over the course of 96 and was certified diamond by the recording industry. Uh, it was praised by critics for its ambition and scope. Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness earned the band seven Grammy Award nominations in 97, including Album of the Year and Record of the Year for 1979. After a 13-month tour in support of it, they began doing stuff and whoop de doo tell you, this was you know? a, a woman-centric album. I, I said it before that we started. That is sexist it, and terrible. It, it is, but Track it's number one on ever... Dougie's playlist is Tonight Tonight. Every girl ever dated loved this album. You gotta 90s. date better women. Nah, it's just, you know, I didn't care. I get just happy to be there. There's gonna be a lot of nostalgia in this. Some just... more, uh, Billy, from the outside of the band, mm-hmm. intended a, intended the new record to be a double album, partly inspired by the Beatles' self-titled album. Billy Corgan went on to spew self-aggrandizing nonsense. We almost had enough material to make Siamese Dream a double album. With this new album, I really liked the notion that we would create a wider scope in which to put the other kinds of material we were writing. The Wall for Generation X, a comparison oh. to Pink Floyd's 1979 
with to Pink Floyd's 1979 album, one of the highest selling and best known concept albums of all time. I, don't know. I wouldn't put myself in wall category, but Here I'm not. I, you know, I get a lot of nostalgia in this. We're gonna hear Let's five give it singles. A okay. Now, this song is a perfect example of one of those times where Billy has this really upfront, obnoxious voice, but for me, it works in the context of this song. Mm -hmm. Like, it is this wacky voice, but for whatever reason, in the context of this song, for me, it works. Mm -hmm. And I have no real way to explain that. I I they, I they, just like they, it. They, I, I think they grew into it. Yeah, it's not yeah, my maybe. favorite pumpkin song. I don't mm-hmm. love this song, but it works. I think everybody, also, everybody had a say. So I think there's a lot more effort put forth in this. It doesn't feel as miserable. They they were really, fr- in interviews I was watching, they seemed really, they were having a nice time. It was yeah. a lot less, you look at the other interview, the ones before that, everyone was like quiet except for Billy. Right. Billy, uh, Billy now is a, what he's doing now is he owns a pro wrestling company. Yeah, <laughs> NWA, NWA. It's a fucking weirdo that yeah, Billy Corgan. When was this? October twenty fourth, nineteen ninety five. This thing was. I quit high school in nineteen ninety six. Yeah, and and it, that I think for me, I consider that time the Renaissance, my Renaissance, my real formative years. You know, <laughs> yes. uh, going going out into the world, working retail. Uh, while my peers went to high school, <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, you're awkward. But then um, I moved to Pottstown, and uh, and which is like sort of a, you know, it's a rural area. So what I came, it seemed like I came from Philadelphia. Oh, and so it's like everyone thought I was some sort of city person, and it's not, it's not right. always true. People did drive, yeah. they knew what they sounded looked like, but I looked like it. I did very well, very popular for that. Great times down in Pottstown. And this album, I'm sort already of high, and I don't think those edibles have really gotten me yet. No, no, this is going to be a sh- like it happens in the middle of every show. This will turn into a thing. You're going to laugh. You something. <laughs> You'll know when it hits because Joseph would yell "fuck you, Jerry" randomly. Oh, well, fuck <laughs> you. <dude. laughs> what are you doing on your phone? I'm Jerry? just seeing. What I, I want was, you to throw it away. Well, now. What I was listening to back then. That's irrelevant now. No, no, I want to know over that part of the show. No, I'm not. I'm just for myself. Fuck you. What? No. Get rid of your damn phone. I'm trying to help you here. I don't want that. It's not helpful. <laughs> I think it is. It's not helpful. Oasis came out around this time. Pulse. Oh, okay. No doubt Mr. Bungle's Disco Volante, and that's when I was like, I'm done with this. I'm done with this. Yeah. Like, I, I liked that one album a lot, and I was like, Disco Volante? Then you was were out. just a bunch of fucking noises. And then California came out years later. It was better. AZ. Oh, here we go. Oh. A little sensitive Billy. <laughs> Karis one. Oh no, Jerry. I forgot to change my goddamn fans. Oh no. Son of a bitch. Shit. Who's Robin? Whoa. What's this called? What's this song called? Okay, change my vans. Uh, this track uh-huh. is called Jelly Belly. Again, this is not necessarily the album order, but as curated by Dougie Style. Yeah, turn it up a little bit. I want to hear this. Uh, this sounds a little, little aggressive. Well, maybe listen to it. 
I have a simple request. I don't know. So I wear glasses so you don't know where I'm looking and you can't see anything. I'm hidden behind it. Like, I don't know how to feel. I'm trying. I'm not I'm, knocking I'm it. Try- I don't hate it. I'm trying. I'm not knocking it. I'm happy about it. I mean, here, here's, okay, you hear me freak out. What, Jerry? What's the matter? What's wrong? It's not getting a lot of treble. Okay. You're probably I'm losing trouble. your goddamn hearing. Yeah, maybe I am. Now, listen, you hear me when we listen to a lot of these cool rock albums that we do. You hear me freak out over my love for the riff. Yeah. The riff. I love the riff. And I... I there's certain guitar players that fall into that riff master general category. And there are a few prominent ones. You know, Tom Morello, riff master general. Tony Iommi of Black Sabbath, definite riff master general. Uh, Hetfield, Metallica, he's a riff master general. Make no mistake. I did not know he was on that list. Oh, absolutely. Uh, who's another riff master? There, you could go on. There's, yeah. there's, a, there's a good few of them out there. Billy Corgan is nowhere near that list. No. He's a capable guitar player. But this is James Eha's work. I mean, it's the both of them. Mm. And still, majority is written by Billy Corgan. Make no mistake. Uh, he is not anywhere near a riff master general. He doesn't conjure the riff. Well, that's fine. I mean, he writes it, riffs. A lot of people don't. Oh, you're talking about the ones he writes. He just doesn't pull off. Yeah, they're just, they're, they're just. It's a riff. I mean, he's good at. I mean, I love the song he did for the Batman soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> I forget the end is the beginning. Is the beginning is yeah, the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. And Zero, I think, is on this album. I enjoyed. Yeah, he, there are some songs that I dig. Like, mm-hmm. make no mistake, I'm, I'm not saying there's not. But, yeah, but yeah, he, he is not like that, that guy. Riff, like the guy who um, the, he's, Deftones, yeah. the Deftones are really they're riff heavy, aren't? They? I mean, he's I, not a riff master general. I wouldn't say he's a riff master general, but yeah. they're riffy. Um, Pantera, Pantera. Yeah, Dime is the other. If yeah. I had to make a top four, it's probably those four: and Dime, so. Tony Iommi, Hetfield. And Tom Morello. I've always loved Pantera's Those solos. Those are top four. So Pantera, Pantera's Gartar solos. Yeah, and, and Dime just, is a serious so Riffmaster yeah. General. That's the strength of that band. Yes. Okay, All right. That I, was I, Jelly I, Belly. I, I didn't hate it. This is Zero. Yeah, I love this. Yeah, this worked. Because I had to listen to it before, like, any Like, bit. that's a Billy Corgan riff. Yeah, that's enough. But, like... I had to listen to this before, like, listen to some girl talk about something, and it was a good thing, or, like, before I got romantic. So, like, they would be listening to this album, and this song, I was always like, all right, that's it. It's never going to get as good as, any better than this. <laughs> so I would try to shut it down. Like, you want to make dinner or make out something? I love this song. I wonder who wrote this. I don't know. I threw my phone. That's all right. I don't care that much. I'd love it if it was James Eha, though. Oh yeah, because this is a better riff. Yeah, it works. He, he, he yeah, this it, is the vocals work. Interesting. The music. I dig this. All right. What was the one where he was where he got all Hellraiser esque? he didn't start dressing in black oh, with butterfly wings. Yeah, <laughs> just turned to a Cenobite over. Yeah. But I remember hearing this. And I, I mean, like, Manson had come out and been popular. Um, you know, Manson was out there. And cleanliness is godliness, and God is empty, just like me. There we go, maybe. Yeah, I dig this. Yeah. 
this is the first time I heard of Juice Silver. It's a standout. Yeah. Because I was used to 1979, the ice cream for today. This, this hits you like a, a brick. All right, I dreaded this episode. Not, not so much. I'm happy with this. Well, we got a long way to go. No, no, we're good. We already got through three. Weird, I dig it. Yeah, this is yeah, this is the zero. I remember liking this song the best off the album. Really, this was your favorite one. Yeah, because I, I had twenty eight to listen. At the time. This thing was all all over, all over the place. <laughs> and when I was in music retail again, when I worked at the Wall, it was still there. And people would want to listen to it. The Wall, there was a thing called the Ear, so you had to pop open the CD, put it into a CD player, and they would just sit there in your store listening to a whole album. And they took this album out. Like, you get one disc, dude. People would just sit there and listen to it. This is before MP3s and shit. So the guys would listen to whole albums at this wall. Okay, that was zero. Next up, here is no why. Here is no why. Why did I immediately think of a station wagon when I heard this? That's such a 90s radio riff. Yeah. 103.9 The Eagle. This is a... Okay, my, I'm, I'm going to give you my first impressions of every song. It's whimsical. Yeah, it's got something. I like when he harmonizes with himself. Yeah. Maybe we should have listened to all 28 songs. Nope. No chance. <laughs> I'm wasting my life on that. If this blows me away, I certainly will. If this blows me away, I'm going to tomorrow sit there and listen to this whole album and freak out. But we'll see. It hasn't gotten me that convinced yet. I like this, that. It, how many songs did we were we uh, given? Um, 14 songs. So we're, we got half of the album. Yeah, we've got one hour and one minute. What if Dougie just said, just gave us the first disc and that was it? <laughs> he said, here, do, do it. Yeah. You know, he did. It. I can uh, see right. that he didn't. Because <laughs> I would do that. Just be lazy. Like, I just want to participate and right. just copy and paste all this shit. So we cut, we cut half of the album out. Almost exactly. And I, I didn't mention it before, but they wrote a million songs for this. Like they, this was but a fraction of the material right. that they had. It was like an overwhelming bunch of fucking songs. Yeah, just, I would. I, I'm gonna say a cat who would save that shit for the future. Now they did this. They, a lot of some Siamese came over they here did, too. Yeah, they did release some other stuff that you know was from these sessions. I like this noise. Weird, weird thing going on here. Maybe I, I didn't give him the credit. They are being very experimental, you know. And somebody got a small guitar solo here too. I like that. I 
already I'm I know we have a long way to go but I haven't been offended by anything yet yeah again we're missing 14 songs I mean, <laughs> look it was part of what we did though we gave those if, parameters if, if we walk out of here and I give this thing an A I'm gonna definitely listen yeah. to this album It, it, it lacks that, that fuzzy noise we heard last time. I'm telling you, Siamese Dream was just a different thing. It just doesn't sound anything like that to me. Except for Billy's nasal, nasally yeah. thing going here. I'm not hating it. Like, this one's okay. Yeah, I'm not offended by it. And this riff, this well, this thing going on is okay yeah. in my book. The yeah, 90s, that song I, was okay. If you want to bring me back, give me some nostalgia, I'm good with it. Next up. Bullet? With butterfly wings. Ah, maybe I like this one more. <laughs> I like this jam for the sure. World is a vampire. This I remember, yeah. He 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 had a shaved head for this one, right? Yep. Yeah, this was this was the thing. Despite of my rage, I also thought, despite of my rage, I'm just a rat in a cage with a lazy lyric. All right. I didn't I didn't like it. And Bret Hart used it, despite it as a pro wrestling promo one time. It was like, all right, come on, man. But I like the song a lot. I guess if you were gonna shave your head, because Billy had a real a rough a rough go with his hair there, you know, he, he, it, it it looked like he was balding. He tried to save it. I mean, he was very balding. Very balding. It was obvious. <laughs> That's why he shaved it. He shaved it completely, and he went with the uh, instead of going Moby, where the friendly bald guy, he went Manson with the you know terrifying bald guy. And I never really could take it seriously. No, because he looks ridiculous. <laughs> I, I mean, look at his face. Look at his whole self. I take Moby seriously. I mean, Moby's an asshole. I, I take him seriously, though. I look at him. He's as a, a serious guy. asshole. How do you mean serious? Is he a dick? He's literally got vegan tattooed all on him. What does that make? It doesn't make him an asshole. Yes, it does. How does that make anyone an asshole? Oh, my God. Are vegans assholes? Jerry, if you tattoo vegan on your neck oh it's on his you neck. should just tattoo asshole on your neck <laughs> i would expect prius on the other side of the neck yeah. <laughs> ah i didn't know it doesn't make him a dick he seems yes, like a friendly does, guy jesus what the fuck <laughs> i like like i like that shit i like when billy leans in yeah. and like gets weird with his voice sometimes it's wildly obnoxious but at least it's not boring. There's a we had done a uh, we had done a, a Patreon episode where the, I think my new favorite noise is from the uh, it's from AFI. AFI is oh, yeah. a good one. <laughs> that I want I want to put that in everything now. Davy Havoc. I bet you if I remember at the end of this show, I'm going to try to remember to look up on YouTube a compilation of Davy Havoc O's yeah. or, or whatever. And I bet you somebody has done it, and I bet it's awesome. 47 minutes. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I dig all this. Yeah, I can't even say, I'm not even going to try to sing like a... 
the Emperor sang from Star Wars, you know. That's the only spot for me. Do you think you could fit in a fire or a lady or a woman in this? Yay! Good work, man. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Ladies! Yeah, man. All right. Good for you guys. I'm disappointed by this last section of this song. I feel like it was, it kind of just went into autopilot. No, but yeah. it was a good to, song. Meant to close the show, maybe something like that. Yeah, good song though, for sure. One of the standout songs. There hasn't been a clunker yet. Well, I don't think there will be. I mean, we whittled it. We whittled it down. I mean, I think that first song could pretty much kiss my ass. Uh, or no, yeah. was it the second one? Yeah, Jelly Belly could kiss my ass. <laughs> it sounds so upsetting. This is Galapagos. Ah, uh, Galapagos. Galapagos. Wildlife. Galapagos Island. I want. I Man, I just would love to go there and just Me too. hang out with turtles and be on mushrooms, like, like some sort of lemur or something. God damn it, that'd be so fucking cool. A tree monkey looking at you, looking back at it. You know? Big eyes. Everything has huge eyes, and it's adorable. They'll be looking at me like, oh, damn, he found the mushrooms, too. Found them. Yeah, boom, 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 boom. Then a snake bites you. <laughs> Some sort of poisonous snake in the leaf. It's always negative, Jerry. I'm just saying, like, all these beautiful... Or maybe I'd have the greatest moment of my life. You might have that. Maybe the venom will be... Why opening? So sad, Jerry. Just cut the leg off. Sad, man. negative live, man. live on the Galapagos Islands. Cut the leg That's off. That's what marriage does to you guys. Not marriage. Don't get married. I, I was born this way. Yeah, you gotta think about the snakes. You go to the Galapagos Islands, there might be something there. Gila monsters. I don't fucking know. Gila monsters. It's only in Arizona. So. Somebody cried to this one time. Their breakup. What's that? Sitting in the room alone, crying a little bit. This song helps. What are we doing here? Don't worry, Joel. A lot going on. There's a lot of technical shit happening here. There's touchscreen, the roadcaster being manipulated. Everything's fine. I don't know what happened. You just set it to mind control. That's right. Now. You're all going to shit your pants at once now, listening to the grunge. I kind of dig this, I think. doesn't matter. Well, it kind of does. I, 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 what? It doesn't, none of this matters. Does it matter? What does this say? Even if we like it, we should still shut it off midway through and play Jump by Van Halen. Now, this is a song. That'd be a better song. There's no question. Is there one song on this album that's in the same league as Jump? I don't know yet. I haven't heard anything. If I was a betting man, nothing's Jump. I'd say it's a pretty fucking long shot. 
jump. Jump's great. Yeah, that's that's real rock, real rock and roll. I love. You know what I like? I would shut off anything on any album for everybody wants some. That my, that's my Van Halen yeah, go-to. Yeah. Everybody wants some. I want Any, some, dude, too. Give me Dance the Night Away. Yeah, well. I mean, you know? Yeah. Anything off Van Halen 1, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Like, Van Halen 1 wins. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're right. But yeah. yeah, get into Van Halen 2. Give me Dance the Night Away. I love that shit. <laughs> I fucking love that shit. Dude, we gotta listen. I wish so bad right now we were listening to Dance the Night Away. Mm-hmm. I might have to listen to Dance the Night Away and then come back. No, no, no don't, don't do that. I just need to hear it. <laughs> what is this song? Galapagos. I Galapagos. like it. Galapagos. I like it. I like it. it. It's cute. Yeah. Suck the poison out. It's not gonna. Oh, suck the poison out, dude. We should listen. To... I have a great song about suck the poison out. No, I think I've heard of this before. I think we've already. Did we even play it. I don't know. Um, it won't suck itself. Yeah, we don't. From Steel it. Panther. Yeah, we don't need that. It's a great song. No, we'll see. We should reserve don't Steel hear the Debbie Downer. We should reserve Steel Panther for the shittiest of albums. <laughs> Like, like, you got Steel Panther. <laughs> like, just bring it out. I fucking love Steel Panther. Yeah. This whole part sucks. No, this might be lyrically, like, a lyrical song. Like, people want to okay, hear the words. Okay, but can you sing the lyrics over good music? Well, I mean, that's, That'd that's, be good. that's, that's secondary. That's not what it's we do here. Not. That's not what we do here. <laughs> We listen to songs for. I'm actually, I actually prefer instrumentals. I, I like, did listen I, to two instrumental like, albums today. Yeah, which I never do. I don't need lyrics. I'm okay with it. If I, I listen to two to instrumental albums that I'd never heard before, mm-hmm. like for the first time. I was just driving around today. I listened to a, just a chill hop remix, hip <laughs> hop music. Yeah, a, a, a mix. I mean, not remix. Just those 45 minutes of just some random beats, and I was like, I, I'm good with this, and <laughs> I don't need anyone talking. Shut yeah, up. some of that song was pretty cool. Some of it sucked. I like the under, under the underlying. Next up is Muzzle. Muzzle. I love the lyric, the names for these. Uh, muzzle. So, muzzle. Oh, they didn't do that to him. This song sucks. I need to grow my beard back. I was watching my video. <laughs> I'm just going to pay attention to this one. Yeah, you're, uh, can I give you advice, Jerry? I'm going back. My, my beard needs to come back. You're, um, uh, yes, I agree. You need something. I need my big beard back. But I I think you're interacting with your facial hair too much. I am trying to get out of it. It just itches. It itches no, no, so much. no. I don't mean like now, like touching it. I mean you're doing too much to it. You're you're doing too much manicuring. Oh, but if I do that, then it just it just turns into a hair, a hair neck. Okay, I have but you no can chin. clean up the neck. I have Jared. no chin. Sure, clean up the neck if you'd that's like. That's what I do. I don't do much else. Well, you do a lot. You've got a whole... Like it's a very sculpted, what, what you've got. No, that's, that, that's by... I just shave it to, to... I don't do anything up here. Yeah. That just does it on its own. Mm. Maybe it might go over here. Just I let everything go. happen for a little while. See what I, it looks I can't, like. I'm, I'm not allowed to do that for work. Oh, boy. For work? I, I, like work gets real upset. Literally your own physical body. They're controlling well, I wear a mask. I wear, I wear a mask now, so it's good. But you can't have like a full-on bush beard in there. Would you buy a car off a guy who didn't look like he had a well-kept beard? I, I can't imagine giving a fuck about the beard of the guy selling me my <laughs> oh, you car. Don't care? Oh well, that, <laughs> that's not what we do. I build rapport. You should care about me. Always I care just about want me. my car. That's what they. And if I could is. just click and buy it on the internet, I would. You can. Well, yeah, with a Tesla. Tesla does that. I don't hate this. I'm fine with it. 
You know, Elon is now the second richest man in the world. Under Be- is it Bezos? Uh, yeah, Bezos is the most. He leaped ahead of Bill Gates. Wow. Yeah. Oh, Tesla's stock valuation just went crazy yeah. recently. So. I want that fucking truck. Or uh, stock price, rather. I would take that truck. That ugly ass Cyber space truck, yeah. truck that, that Tesla makes. It's and cool I would truck. throw rocks at it all day. Won't bother it. I love stainless steel. Yeah. Like the DeLorean worked because it was stainless steel. The fact I mean, this, it didn't really work. It, it, it was cocaine <laughs> that killed the DeLorean dead. It's still, it's an underpowered like, V8 or V12. I forget what the engine is. It's, it's super underpowered, though. I need that car. Anything stainless steel, you I know, want. You can still buy them. They're super expensive and they suck. They're not a good car. Yeah. But I like the look. You can still buy them though, like basically new. Really? Yeah. I buy I mean I buy the back to the future one. If I was ever like obscenely rich, I would have Ecto one fucking <laughs> That's the what back to the future money. car. I mean I wouldn't drive them. No, I'd drive the Batmobile. The old Bat- Batmobile, if I could get that thing. That is a thing you would divorce. Like, I would leave. If I could afford the Batmobile, Which the old Batmobile? one. The old 1960s one. Oh, yeah. You're definitely getting roadhead in the Batmobile. Sorry. <laughs> in the Batmobile. Who are you sorry to? In the Batmobile. I, I, it suddenly came off misogynistic and sexist. That, like, you ever I, had I, that, Jerry? You have, ever had a boat. BJ while driving? No, I know. I, I don't You think, never did? No, I wouldn't do that. You wouldn't I do was, it? I, uh, only in the Batmobile. Jerry, I don't like the idea. Who even knows what's real with you? I don't want to be touched like that while I'm driving. I don't want. If You're I, say, say if I got, like, say if I got into a wicked car accident. Yeah, but but let's say head, you didn't. But like, and I died <laughs> in like a. Like, what cell. if the way more likely thing happened? Oh, I just had an orgasm and it was over. Yeah, and it was great, yeah. fun, and memorable. It might be something. I just never really thought to ask for that type of thing from anyone. And nobody just ever did it. No, no, huh. no. I didn't drive for a long time either. It's wild, I, Jerry. You can't get. I mean, road kind of. Hey, is this hard. song is called Bodies. But y'all want. It sounds like the beginning of a Wu Tang Clan song. This is a very good. I song. don't like this. Is this is this is this is this the copy or is this the song? Oh, I guess that's just Billy being creative. Again. I objected to that. <laughs> I don't mind this. That's a dumb, obnoxious way to start a song. <laughs> and the thing is, it's just a gimmick because the song doesn't continue. Like it's not part of the verse. It's not part of the song. If they put that in the chorus, that noise, I'll be cool with it. I've heard this song. I didn't hate it. I didn't know that noise happened, though. But I think... Again, mm, I don't know I, about... I, well, well, let's, let's, let's pause it. Hold on here. Why would I pause it? I don't know. I'm so used to saying that. <laughs> let's, let's table this. Table what? Let's table this album for a second. Just really think about it. Maybe this will be a two-parter. What are we thinking the about? The first seven songs were great, and then we have to do the last seven songs, and we'll just play Jump. No, I'm not going to turn it off. What um, we're starting it, to hit that moment. We're starting right now. We're starting to hit that moment where things are starting to sound the same again. Yeah, I but but I, I, I have great hope it'll turn around. And you know what? I, I like this God, song. I hate that people are going to. I don't know, man. I don't hate this. Song, I don't know. I, we didn't get a lot of feedback from Smashing Pumpkins fans before, no. which was weird. We're so maybe there aren't many. There are a lot. But. This one is like Billy's one. also not necessarily a great lyricist. I don't know. You know? I don't know. Maybe he has his moments. I don't know. But I thought I thought today was lyrically strong. Today and what we just heard of tonight's the night. Like, that. like, is this good? Love is too- 
I don't hate it. <laughs> I'm like, I, I think it's good. It's okay. A hundred percent of my songs are better than this. Don't say that. You say Tell, this a lot. I'm saying. And you're, you, people are challenging us. He says you can write better They're songs wrong. than this. What your songs are better than this? Than, than anything on Melancholy, Infinite. I don't sadness. say anything, but this. This isn't. I'd be ashamed of this. I wouldn't release this. If this were my song, I wouldn't release I, I, it. I think I've heard shittier songs on this podcast. No. Than this. No. No, you have. I don't think so. You played them. What do you mean? Songs from who? I don't know. You played shitty songs on this place, this thing before. Oh, yeah. I'm playing one right now. No, no. I mean, it happens there from are, time this to is time. A, this is better Not than... Not everybody's Pearl Jam in All right, listen, Soundgarden. It's so, this is better than some Skid things on, on Skid Row. It's not. Skid Row have never written a song this bad. Well, the Sebastian Bach era. <laughs> I don't know what they've done since then. I don't vouch for anything. I mean, and actually, my, my affinity for Skid Row only really exists around their first two albums. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. I couldn't tell you how many albums they have. They might have ten. I'm okay with listening to this than some of the Dio. And I know that's oh, like no. sacrilege yeah. to you. Yeah, Dio's. But uh, this but, guy wishes he could ever write the worst that, Dio this song. This song, I would rather hear than more than some of the things. We're going to do a do. throwback episode on Dio. We're going to do a Holy right. Diver episode. Of course, we're going to do a Holy Diver. And I might. I'm going to experiment with that album. I'm going to do something that I normally I don't fuck with things like this, especially with an album that I hold sacred like that one. But I'm going to make one change to the track order. I'm going to make a change to the track list that I think my theory is that it will improve the album. That's my prediction. I'm I curious. think there's a flaw in the in the beginning of that album. You think, but the song's good. It's just the construction yes. of the yes, uh, track list. Yes, it's just list. the track order. Uh. The first two songs, I think it is, should be switched. And I'd like to listen to it that way. Uh, I, think it, I think it'll be better. And I, I, I'd love to hear... The explanation from whoever made that call, I'm guessing Ronnie. I'm guessing Dio himself a, made that was he call. Was a control guy? I mean, look, Dio? the band was called Dio. He had to he had to approve of it, you yeah. know? This was his big, like, solo debut. Uh, that was Bodies, a bad song. This is called 33. Well, hope it's not as, as bad. Rolling Rock puts this on the side of all of their beer bottles. They do. I don't know what it means. Okay. Old number 33. Let's hear it. Yeah, that one change to Holy Diver, I think, will make it better. All right, we'll do it tomorrow. All right. Do it tomorrow night. We'll do it tomorrow. Fuck it, we'll do it live. Yes. Then Facebook will tell us to stop doing it live. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) The Dio Mafia coming for us. That far away guitar, enjoy. This is one that could be a cool song, but Billy can't sing it. Well, we said that. There are some bands that... Yeah, he does, it doesn't work for this know, song. Uh, his voice is... He doesn't always serve the song. Like, we listened to Mad Season, and we and, uh, Mark uh, Lanigan, yeah. I thought, did a better job in some of the songs uh, over Lane. Long and, Gone uh, Day. Long Gone Day. Same fantastic. And, you know, sometimes you just need a second face there. Let James sing this song. Or Darcy. I mean, how could it have been worse? They had a problem with the drummer, too, didn't they? They had a dr- The drummer... Yeah, he was crazy on drugs. Yeah, he was like, real fucking on drugs. And he was he was only on Siamese. He's not on this album. Uh, isn't he? I don't know. I don't know if he's still around I think at he this was point. still around. Oh. 
should have done some research. Yeah. We are an information podcast. No, I didn't see anything about that. I think he's still in the band on no. this album. I don't think he lasted much longer than this, though. Yeah. Somebody will tell us. I'm sure. You got I, all that I nice feedback. I would immediately delete that email. Okay. <laughs> I just wouldn't even... You got all that nice feedback from Food Fighters. I mean, I, I was... Some people came to the defense. I mean, none of that feedback was for Foo Fighters. I got Foo Fighters. I'm saying, like, when, uh, you got the nice Jessica. The Jessica one Jess, was nice. Jess was very upset. Yeah, she was upset, but at least it was <laughs> wasn't good feedback. I, I got told all sorts of shit. Yeah. DMing me, telling me to fuck off. I think I, did, I think I did justify my positions. I understand. That's all. Nothing personal against Dave Grohl. Because no. I do like Dave Grohl. I think I listened to this song. He, the new album has a song called Shame Shame. Oh. I like the groove of it. Of what? What are you talking about? The new Foo Fighters album. They have Is a single. It like brand new? I believe it's brand new. Oh, yeah. I didn't even know they had a new album. Oh, and then there's a song called Shame Shame, and that's fucking funky. That's how they up. should feel after that first well, album. Uh, yeah. I mean, somebody said what it was written about. I said if you feel, if you like vanilla, vanilla ice cream, vanilla yogurt, and unenthusiastic hand jobs. You will be wow. You are a fan of the Foo Fighters' first album. You like a handy? I think it. it hey man, I'll take it where I can get it. I don't like it if it ends that way. No, no. It should, it should lead to something else. Oh, I think okay. the hand. It, it's a, you know. All right. I like it. it. The hand job is a new hope. No. The, the blowjobs empire. Underrated. Sex's return of the jet. <laughs> Underrated. A solid like, like just. Make out handy. I love that this is happening during this song, by the way. Yeah, like, dude. oh, hand job. <laughs> Good hand yeah, job music, mean, great. <laughs> just like a make out handy. That's great. I haven't, I don't know. Should try one. To me, it's, I guess. You gotta just go find find a, a cutie that you just hardly even know. Right. And just get a make solid out with her, make out have handy. Have her touch my genitalia. Yeah. Right. You'll love it. I don't know how, how it would be. I'm, I'm so far removed from that world. And then immediately get high as fuck. You're going to okay. love oh, it. You've got, you got a lot of, a lot of a little steps to take here. Just and saying. they seem they're not easy to attain. What part of that is hard? How do I find this cutie who I don't know Jerry, and make out on, with her? Do I, how much do I, the world. How much do I have to pay for her? No, you never pay. All right. I would. Coming up next is In the Arms of Sleep. I'm tired. Of this. No, I'm just tired as a whole. You're a whole. The fuck you say? <laughs> it's like you did. The gummies have kicked in. You're a whole. <laughs> <laughs> now I can tell. Ooh, some Western shit. Okay. Oh, I thought it was a Western song. No, this is good. It's got a little twang. Already I like it. So far I like it. I love Western songs. Not country, but like some moody, like gunslinger music, you know? Anything Ennio Morricina did. If Billy doesn't sing, this is solid. Yeah. Yeah, he can't sing. (laughs) He's just not a good singer, man. Sometimes it works. A lot of the time it don't. I want to hear the chorus and see. This song is badass. The music's great. I'm having, yeah, I mean, I'm... I hate agreeing with being in lockstep, but this was our problem with Siamese Dream. Is that he? I think he has this band because he—it's his band. Yeah. If he—he's he, not going to audition and get a lead singer. Oh, no, no he, he's never getting hired as the lead singer. No. But listen to his music. Listen to this. If this was Nick Cave, <laughs> I would be fucking ecstatic. I'd like this to hear Lanigan sing on this. I actually. love Nick Cave. Can you imagine Lanigan on this jam? Oh. 
the way it should be. Just it move, you know? Yeah. That big bellowing that's why, fucking... Know, that's why I like... I like the screaming... I mean, the screaming trees, I didn't mind the vocals. So I they did have a Nick Cave-type feel. I mean, I know I bring it up, but like that deep, low rumble, you know? I like that. I, I'm going to re-listen to that Screaming Trees album. Yeah, this man. Don't worry about this. This is bad. But the music's wonderful. Terrible, the music keeps man. you there. Come for the music. He ruins it, though. Man. Stay for the... I need to have an Alma Joy now. God damn. You're killing, my, you're killing one man in I need California. To, I need to now. somehow get like good feelings into my body right mm. now. Are you, oh, is that, is that a snack pack still working for you, that thing I bought you? Oh, no, these are, these are ones from Florida. I'm oh, at the end Florida. of my pack. Your pack is long gone. Oh, my God. You ate a lot of those. Oh, those are gone. Jesus. These I brought home three long boxes from Ashley mm. that she gave Duke me in Cave, Florida. Who gave us the AFI album. That's right. I love that album. It's a shame we couldn't hear any of it on the podcast. <laughs> what? Oh, we were just yeah. It was we me were. and you were just yelling over it. <laughs> That's what you get. That's what you get at the Patreon. We should redo it. No, no. We've never redone anything. You're eating loudly into the microphone <laughs> over this beautiful Sounds song. better than Billy Corgan's no, voice. No, no, Yeah. No, this, this, is, this, this could have been better. This is terrible. Darcy or James. <laughs> Has Darcy ever sang a song? Uh, I don't no, know. no. What did you do? Just We don't need the end of that track. Oh, no. That might have really gotten good. Really? Oh, I like this. This is 1979. Yeah. This works. I just skipped ahead from that song. That's all, guys. I can't do it. I mean, give me a break. Start eating into the mic. I like this jam. Ah, yeah. This brings me back. Brings back a lot of memories. And it works for him. This is how it should be. Whatever record label exec was choosing their singles knew what to do. There's a reason why Bodies wasn't a giant smash hit single. You know, we record execs get a lot of like shit. Yeah, because they're they're terrible. They are terrible, but they have to listen to something. They put a lot of money into it. And the older I get, the more I respect the record executive. And imagine being us. Imagine if we were record executives and we heard that last thing that we just heard. Yeah. Wouldn't you look at them and go like, "Oh fuck, we're gonna lose a lot of money, man." Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't allow this album to come out with that shit on it. You would, you, know, you would look. You would look at your associate or whoever your partners with, like, who greenlit this? Who did this? Bodies is terrible. Who gets fired? Who gets right fired now? for this? I mean, they, no one should have got fired for this. this yeah, they should. This is a great album. Oh, no, no, not this song, but no, the album. Oh yeah, the, the album yeah, is, it's bloated. They should have really diamond. They should have helped this out. Would this have been certified Diamond had it not had 28 tracks? Of course. Mm. It probably would have been more. Because it probably would have sold more. Double Because it would have been a less expensive, expensive album. Yeah. It would have been, you know, add, a, add another third onto those sales. You had to, we had to put um, security features, like, like, you know, the plastic cases over CDs back in the day. Mm-hmm. And when this album came out, they put a... They, they, uh, Apparently a bunch of them came out, so all of the double disc ones were covered up. Yeah, and then that left that left uh, hip hop unprotected. Oh, so like all like we had like major shrink in the in, in, in the in the uh, hip hop uh, section because of Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah, I, I remember watching watching the video. I was two years. I remember being like, man, I'm I'm old. <laughs> this person who was born in 1979 is two years younger than me, you know? I mean, it's... They have this. 
I think my sister was born in the best year, 1980. And that's cool. 1980. And you go through our timeline to be, if you were born in 80. 80 is a great year for music. You were 10 and 90, you know, 20 and 60. I mean, this this works. Heaven and Hell came out in 1980. Mm -hmm. Fucking Back in Black came out in 1980. I think through two years later or four years later, War Games came out for the movies. We're going to do a classic albums on Back in Black also. We're going to do the Tron soundtrack if that's the case. No. No, we'll do the Tron soundtrack. We're not doing it. Wendy Carlos is the best work. We will do Back in Black. Uh, We will do Holy Diver. We will do Appetite for Destruction. We will do... I'll do I'll any do other one, great albums. I'll do one of them. We're doing them all. I'll do Back in Black. We're doing them all, Jeff. You can do the other ones by yourself. We're doing them. I don't feel like doing GNR again. I thought I, I thought I left them in the dust. Appetite for Destruction is in the top two greatest rock and roll albums of all time in the world. Top two? Top What's two. number one? It's, Pearl Jam it's debatable. Versus, it's versus Appetite for Destruction or Back in Black. Best rock and roll album ever released. Yep. Yeah. That's 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 not that's not true. It's true. I what, about sales? what album's clearly better than that? Then Appetite for Destruction. Yeah, and Back in Black. A rock album. Yeah, a, a just a rock and roll album. We've already covered a lot of the ones better. No, than man, that. I'm not talking about like a Stone Temple Pilots album, like an alternative album. I'm talking about a fucking all time. Rock and roll album, man. No, Aerosmith probably has something up there. I mean, Look, I don't know. they got some great albums. I don't know. It requires thought. It does. I've been thinking about it for damn near 40 years. <laughs> the one with Joe Jackson. Next track is Beautiful. Beautiful. In title. You're beautiful. It's true. Oh, experimental. It's playful. I'm, I'm, give it, it a shot. Give it a shot. It's playful. They might have let Darcy sing on this. Well, I don't know who that is singing with him. But if you take her away, this song falls apart quick. I like how that's I, what's making it interesting. It's unique. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a unique cool sound. sound. Yeah, it's a cool vibe. It's unlike I, I, anything I, we've heard on here. I think we suffer from it. It's yeah, man. Yeah, if you're a fan of the Pumpkins, you like Billy Corgan. Yeah, yeah. And this was an album. I, I, I think really he's the he's the thing. Had it not been for relationships, I would never have listened to this album. Like you know, and I'm not I'm not coming in negative on it. I just, uh, yeah, I don't think I'd ever. I, wait, when we're done the night, I might hear the other songs on the radio, but I'm not gonna. Right now, I'm not gonna. I'm not convinced that I need to hear 14 other songs. <laughs> but I like this sound. Just wish he wouldn't sing on it. Billy Corgan, by the way, pronouns. What, Jerry? I'm sorry, Billy Corgan music. He wouldn't sing on it. Well, yeah, we know saying, who you mean, the singer. Yeah, you know. What's wrong with saying he? I don't like saying. I like saying their names. He is feel professional. Yeah, well, that's debatable. (laughs) I don't know what he, what it is. He, they, they are. Now he has moments where he can work with Billy Corgan. 
what am I doing here? He, he, Billy Corgan. Billy Corgan. Okay, fine. I'll, I'll say he. <laughs> Billy Corgan. I'm just kidding. Say he. He has parts where it works. Billy Corgan. Yes. Yes. Billy Corgan. God, this fucker cannot sing. Yeah, but like. Oh my God, he's so part- annoying. No, don't, don't fast forward. I want to hear the rest of it. No. Ugh. Stop, stop. Oh. This one's called Through the Eyes of oh, Ruby. All we have to do is listen to the It's guy. bad. It's hurting me. Yeah, you got to listen to the whole thing. It's fucking man. hurting me right now. I listen to so many songs. We do. I know we do. It's a part of what we are, but we have to sit through it. We don't have to. It's our job. It's up to them to make us. And the they artist. have. If somebody, somebody gave us a curated playlist. No, let's it's it up the- to Billy Corgan and the gang to make us listen to Oh, you're to talking it. about their effort. Yeah, no. they need to. Yeah. I'm, the, I'm just the listener. Money. They have money. I'm not. Look. I'm not We're here, peasants. like, to be tortured. Like, this is this is an experience for me too. You know, like mm-hmm. I'm having my real life experience with this album, and it's his job to make it a good one or not. And he fails sometimes. I can, I can sit through shitty movies and whatever we're doing. Because we there's to just there's too to many good songs in the world to waste time with shitty ones. I like this noise. I like, again, the music is very impressive. Hear this. Yeah, that sound is stereo. I'm okay with this. Yeah. See, it works. This he has his things. He, he serves his songs right now. Right now, it's working. He has his niche. You're a niche. I know. I know. Psychedelic, man. This is like a good psychedelic type sound. This might be my favorite song. I mean, now he's still got a ton of room for improvement on these vocals, but it works. I think this might work as a song. It's between this and Zero as one of my favorite songs. Oh, well, now I don't know. If they kept the dreamy vibe all the way through, now now it's. Now it's just. I'm worried. I can't sing though. I can't sing at all. Have you ever really tried? I have, but I can. I can. For, for I, can I can fake sing. I can do like a Tom Jones thing, but I think everyone can do Tom Jones. You know, I, I can do that type of sound, but I can't do like. But I mean, are you pretending to be Tom Jones, or are you just getting I, into I his find, style? I find that would be generally. that would be more my vocal range. Like, no, but I mean, are you trying to do a Tom Jones? Yeah. Or are you just putting but yourself in a I've tried Tom to, Jones-like state? I've tried to do everybody. Yeah. Like, like you try to do Axel. You try to do the, the guy from Weezer. Uh, forget his name. Rivers uh, Cuomo. Rivers Cuomo. I, I like that. You know, you sing like Nick Cave. But over Tom Jones, I think I can do without coughing. Everyone else, I just fucking start coughing. As I stop smoking, I'm curious as to where how my how my voice is going to change in that respect. It's not a complete total bombardment of my neck and lungs and shit like that, you know. So I'm curious how my voice will change. When they do this, when they just have like the full amps, you know, the full distortion going, yeah, they get so samey. Mm-hmm. It's just too much of that. It's just. Uh, I think I've heard some of James Eha's solo stuff, and it it doesn't need this. 
He doesn't have to yeah. do this. So this might be a Corgan thing. I remember James Eha never smiled. He always looked bored. Even and and that thing, thing, I think, became Smashing Pumpkin's thing. That it's sound. Like that wall. That, 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 that was distortion. like their thing, I think, or Billy's thing. I don't know, man. It's a bad thing. I can't do it. But I can't no, but judge. You can. I can't, you can do it. I can't judge myself on what I can and can't do. I'm here to listen to an album. Well, they they didn't make this album for. They shouldn't be making an album for other musicians ever. You're making music for people. You know, you're, you're, you're making yeah. You're you're expressing something. Uh, maybe we're missing because we do have to talk. There have there no. are lyrics here that maybe we're missing that mean something to, to some people. A deeper meaning has to be under here. Nah. I, I just don't remember it being. Man, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is no, no. Don't, don't. Why? Just let it go. Oh, no, no more skipping. Too much. There's too much left on this one. Now, how much is left? It's like three minutes. That's fine. Just, just let it roll. It, it might get better. Yeah. Let it roll out. It did have that. It did have that dreamy feeling yeah, in, in the middle I'm of it. I'm trying. Please don't. Please I'm don't. Trying. I'm anymore. trying. <laughs> That's all I get. What? Yeah. What are the odds of us finished? If Vegas, if somebody sent me a penny, a penny earned, a Twitter account sent us the odds of you that Vegas refuses to put odds on you guys finishing this album. I mean, I already skipped songs. Yeah, the Vegas. Yeah. We the house lost, but the house won. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But they won't put odds on it. We're, we didn't skip anything yet. We we listened to all the songs. Oh, I've heard yeah, yeah. them all on. Some of them I skipped through a little. Mm-hmm. No, this is just the same shit. Uh, this is the last one. Hey, <laughs> final track by Starlight. All right. God help us all. All right. I want Joe Jackson to start singing. Oh, me too. Ugh. We have a Joe Jackson song after this. Clear the palate. Lens the palate. Like this part? Yeah. You know it's coming, though. That's pretty chill. If it's an instrumental, yeah. we're good. Oh. Okay. Yeah, it's such a waste. Oh, my God. Like he's the worst. He's the worst. I would say he's the worst, dude. We've heard, we've he heard might worst. be the fucking worst. I've never heard such a sweet, fucking nice, interesting part be so butchered by the singer. Like goddamn, that's a fucking tragedy right here. This music is great. He just committed a fucking crime. Somebody really poured their heart and soul. I literally wish he were in prison for his whole life for this. <laughs> is he better? Than positive K, because no. that's part of the word. What? No. Yeah, oh my God, he's better. Than okay, positive in K. the scale of like wherever positive K is, I in, got a man in hip hop. Yeah, is higher than where Billy is in his deal, and on the overall scale of both, yeah, positive K. Oh no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, positive K. Po- I would say, po- look, okay, I'm vocal, listen, vocals, I'm gonna be real. Yeah, now. I'm gonna be realistic. Do I know where fucking Positive K is in the realm of hip-hop? Yeah, I get it, okay? But as an MC, a dude who has to put a voice on a mic, 
He's got a real good one. He's got a real good one. It's okay, yeah. He's got a good hip-hop voice. Yeah. Did he make the coolest fucking albums and the coolest style no. of hip-hop? No, he sure didn't. Skilo. He sure didn't. Yeah. But, real good voice. Way better hip-hop voice than Billy has a rock voice or an anything voice, because this is a nightmare. So you want Cool Modi over Smashing Pumpkins? Yeah. Cool Modi yeah. fronting Smashing Pumpkins. It'd be way better. It'd be more interesting. Big glasses and shit. I would love to hear that. But he's on the up and up. What does that mean? He's got a pro wrestling company that he's put millions of dollars into. The music is wonderful. Listen to that. Little toast to London. Here, you want a fucking good one? Here. No, no, no. Don't turn this off. Check this. This celluloid dream. Who's this? Who is it, Jerry? Oh. <laughs> that noise? Is that AFI? Yeah, man. <laughs> We're going <laughs> to listen to this whole album, but I just need to right now. Look, I got a smile on my face already. Yeah, yeah, man. The I, magic I, of music. Uh, fuck, dude. Listen to this dude rip. We could have just let the whole thing play. And listen to this dude's a, voice. A ton of hate mail. I know what's happening here. I, I, you know, I know you're digging it. I, 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 you know, I like the Smashing Pumpkins music more than Get I like this. So, I don't know not the vocals, <laughs> but like definitely the music you're of that crazy. last song. It's better than this song. Stop it. Uh, let's play it, because you're happy. It's your thing. <laughs> Have fun. This is Jade Pudgett. Yeah, man. Doing it the right way. Fire inside. Hotel room. In the glitter in the dark, sucking about the brainless will never end. In the shadow of the dark, it's that shadow. Produced by Butch Vig. Produced by Butch Vig. Is he in garbage? Yes. Yeah, we have to do garbage. He produced Nevermind and all yeah, these, yeah. you know, any garbage. So I many do albums. Garbage. I love Shirley Manson. Really? Love that woman. It's catchy. Oh, yeah. Promise me one day we'll both sing into a mic at once. We've done it. <laughs> We've done it here, We've but you know, it, yeah. but like on a stage someday. When oh, we do on the, a stage. When like, we do the grunge festival. Yeah. Get all the cover bands, all the tribute bands out. Yeah, we'll get nude. Yeah, that's that's what happens at live shows. Nudity. <laughs> In America. I never want to be nude. You never want to be nude? I mean, I want to be, but I just... You don't want to be nude in public? 
<laughs> Probably not really. Yeah, not in either. front of a crowd. Hey, everybody. This is the Grunge Jesus Joseph. Not with What's the lights wrong on, with you? anyway. I wonder, though. Now we're, you're listening to a song you like. Why did we even put Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness on our list then, knowing that's what was going to happen? Because it's like a huge album that people, like, it's part of this stupid It almost shit. seems mean-spirited. <laughs> Shut up, Jerry. <laughs> Just like, why even do it? Look, I like some of it. We'll talk about it in a minute. All right. I'll let you have your AFI. Because the fire inside of you burns. I like that. I love when somebody screams at the end of something. Yeah. AFI with this celluloid dream. Hell of a jam. Mm. Hell of a jam. I just picked that one, you know? It's a great song. Why not? I don't know. Where are some kinks? All right. Well, Jerry, what? What do you think of this melancholy and the infinite fucking wall My, of guitar? Uh, I will give it an infinite wall of guitar. <laughs> C. Like AFI is a C. It was just Jerry, a, I'll slap you. Right it was now. a C last time. I said it was a C on the last one. We did C, C, yeah, just C. It's there. I remember having to turn it off to make love. I'm trying to decide what I actually give it. It's I want this, it to be a, I want it to be a thoughtful grade rather than an emotional response. What's well, I think music is an emotional response though. Well, but I want to be fair. You know what I mean? I don't want for just, me. I don't want to be rat. You know, uh, just. Make a rational decision. All yeah. my things are rational. from personal experience. And I, that I had a lot of good experiences after this album was played. That has nothing to do with the album. I see. It was there. Yeah. For me, it's nostalgia versus how I like this. And there was some great music underneath the vocals. Yeah, look, early on, there were jams that I liked. What did I like? 1979 is a cool song. Zero, Zero. was pretty cool. Zero is the Bullet best with song. Butterfly Wings was cool. Anything dreamy or started off like with a little bit that that funky song with all the uh, we don't forget what it was called exactly that was that was a good one and then the one at the end started off wonderful yeah that they, 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 I was like oh my god this yeah. is a great song if it's just an it gets either ruined by his voice or ruined by that monotonous fucking guitar strumming mm-hmm. with the the it's just it's just not fun melancholy there's nothing fun about infinite it. infinite guitar sound i yeah <laughs> I just, that. that endless fuzz but you know and what? dude i love fuzz so much i oh, love yeah. a big wall of fuzz I, we talked about typo negative and typo negative it was big on that bass that, bzzz, that, that, sure, that fuzzy yeah. bass noise and it, they pulled they it's what i liked yeah and but that could have that also sometimes droned on itself too but peter Steele had a unique voice and he could sing somewhat yeah. You know? <laughs> oh, he could. He was a very capable singer. Mm-hmm. He he would get up to some weird shit yeah. for sure. But he was capable. But he, he we was good. just the AFI guy and him have to identify <gasps> versus <laughs> the noises they make, you know, are just two different things. Yeah. But and uh, one of them's good and the other one's Billy. Yeah. <laughs> Billy. Well, listen, guys, let me know what you think. Did you have a grade for it? Oh, Jesus. Um I'll give it, I'm being kind. This is, I'm being generous mm-hmm. against my, against probably my better judgment. It's a C minus. Mm. It's a C minus. 
I want to, I'm trying to convince myself of why it's not a D plus. And I guess just the fact that there are the, there are those songs that I like. I think those, if there's, if there's five songs on the album out of how many? 28. 28. So do the math. What percentage of 28 is five? It's like 1%. (laughs) There's like 1% of that album that's good. And those four or five songs maybe are good out of twenty eight songs. I'm curious about what 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 the twenty eight were about. I might give myself during the week listening. I might listen to the whole album, which I think was Oof. like I might try it. I might try it. I got nothing else going on. I mean, you know? I can't imagine having a life where I have that much free time with nothing to do. I I'll just pick because, it up in the middle of work because the, to not have anything better than that to do is a sad state <laughs> that is a sad state just give it the d you want to give it <laughs> i mean jesus i mean because i just said i was gonna try nor- it. all right look normally i'd give it a a c minus but goddamn, it's probably a d plus if you at all factor in this tiny percentage of good songs there are on that mm-hmm. giant album yeah like you'd think if you just throw the dart at the dartboard enough times you'll hit it a few fucking times, mm. but to completely miss that often. Well, I thought it was there, an album like I don't, I didn't listen to the whole thing, but wow, an album like that that did was the Wu Tang's double disc. Mm. Uh, I forget what it is a Wu. I forget. Oh god, I'm, I'm sorry, I can't smoke this weed. I can't stop smoking <laughs> weed. But like the the third, I the, can't uh, stop smoking <laughs> weed. It's so bad, and and I need to stop because I need to know that I, you I, will I, never stop that double disc album. Is there going to be any nonsense about a drug test for this new job? No, I was because you're not taking it. Doesn't matter. What are you? What are you? What, are you, what, are you, what is this? Mu- you're not what, taking what, what, it, Jerry. What are, what are you? What do you think? What do you think? What, that, what are you, you? What do you think our relationship is? Whatever it is, <laughs> you're not taking that job. If you need a drug test, I get a drug test. I get a drug test. What does it matter? What do you care? You won't have that job. <laughs> I can't. This isn't paying the bills, man. Drop us a line, everybody. If you've got a moment to spare, please visit thegrungepodcast.com. All right. Link up with us on our social media. Please purchase the fucking Patreon. Oh, you know what? New addition to the Patreon, sort of. You can now do an annual membership. Mm. Patreon just turned this on. This wasn't a thing before. And so I've said it that you get a big whopping discount if you go ahead and sign up for a year. Oh, good. So... Anyway, if you guys want to do that, you can. And for uh, new folks, it's as good a time as any to join because we do an endless stream of bonus content, full episodes because we're insane, and fuck you. It does not. So don't be a square. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett. 
Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 